Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all the dirty details. All right. This (laughs) week, it's our July wrap-up. July has been the hottest month. It is so hot. It is so hot here in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and everywhere. I mean, it's like... But it is really hot. I feel like this is one of the hottest summers we've ever had. I mean, it's constantly over like 105. I know. It was 109. And not a breeze in sight. Oh, it's just... it's. Suffocating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't. You can't go outside. You can't. Your kids will have a heat stroke. Like there's just no way. We actually took Gracie to the doctor. Oh, did I tell you about this? No. She had all of these weird bumps on her thigh, like pimply looking ones, right? And of course, Matt gets online and finds yeah. out that he thinks it's like bad. And right. so he goes, <laughs> he goes, maybe it's monkeypox. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And so. We're the type of parents that will just make an appointment. We're not like, oh, I'm sure we'll just see how it goes in the next couple of days. We're just like immediately at the doctor. I take her in. So she's taking a look at it. I go, well, my husband was wondering if it was monkey fox. And the look she gave me, she just like slowly turned her head to me. She's just like, it's not monkey fox. And I was like, all right, I'll let him know. And she goes, it looks like a little heat rash. You know, so she was wearing like some shorts that were just a little more snug. They weren't loose. And they just thought, that's probably what it was. And wow. I was like, really? You know, like I, I that that's how hot it is. Like she wasn't even outside that long. But you can't go outside. You can't. Yeah. So July has been hot. July has been hot. Uh-huh. And July is over. July is over. But what did we do in July? We had a baby shower. We did. You threw the most beautiful baby shower. Eh. Eh. It was so amazing. It was yeah. so cute. It was all right. It was so cute. Keep going. Keep going. I <laughs> Loved it. It was so nice. It was yeah. the cutest little theme. We did a, a little cuties uh, baby shower theme. So it's like citrusy. Oh, so adorable. But everyone helped a lot. Everyone really put in, put in the effort. It was a team effort. It was very much a team effort. Yeah, I think it went really well. Yeah. I will say this. I don't think I will ever put a balloon arch together ever again. Like even yeah. with the extra stuff that I bought to try to make it easier. It's miserable. Uh, oh my gosh. It's really hard. And then like just the the popping, like I just about peed myself like about 13 times. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't show you the balloon arch from the other shower that our family threw for us. Oh my God. Is it just like super amazing? Yeah, I'm going to show it to you real quick so you can appreciate. Look at this. Shut up. <laughs> Are you serious? Isn't that amazing? Who did that? My sister-in-law and her family. Audra? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's beautiful. It was... Ours was not nearly as beautiful. It was beautiful, but they had like fresh flowers in it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Way to one-up me, Audra. <laughs> her mom is a florist. Okay. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's beautiful. Balloon arches are so... Di- I mean, I've I've made a few before, and they've been half the size of the one that you put together, and it was your fingers <gasps> tying the balloons. But... That's the thing. I was on Pinterest and I was looking them up and some of these are so elaborate. I can't even imagine how much time would go into it. It's just ridiculous. Um, And then like, what do you do with it after? Like Megan just said she just went on a like popping rampage and popped them all. I have heard people will start to like put them on Facebook Marketplace. Put together? Or just like resell the one that they put together. Like so you could have posted the one that you had onto Facebook and if someone had a party that same weekend then they would have bought it and used it because people don't they look beautiful but nobody wants to do it no one wants to do it it was such a pain like I think if is there a company that does it yes there's a company called balloon therapy it's a franchise but we know the girl who has the franchise in Tulsa let me just show you this account yeah look at these oh my god they're huge that is ridiculous huge and they're insanely expensive I bet as you can imagine that is nuts I know okay we got off topic Uh, but 
anyways, yeah. So you threw a beautiful shower. Thank you, thank you. Loved it so much. Thank it you. was amazing. I just think it's funny because I know that when your mom shows up, she's going to outdo everyone. I mean, granted, she is the grandma. <laughs> when, when she walked in with that wagon, I mean, just filled to the brim of I toys. Know. I was like, really? Really, Michelle? <laughs> yep. That gift just screamed, Michelle. It was awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. And everyone did really great. Sean was an amazing bartender. Yep. You were just like snapping your fingers at him all day long. <laughs> it was so funny. I would have a friend show up like, oh, can I get you a drink? They're like, sure. I'm like, hey, Sean. <laughs> and he was just like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. But I'm glad you enjoyed the shower. You've had two other ones, a work shower and, mm-hmm. and then a family shower. Feel like you're good to go. Yeah. Right? We were so lucky. I have completed thank you cards and that feels great. Yeah. You did 60. 60. Good Lord. 60. Yeah. Now we're in the home stretch. I'm 35 weeks, which is dangerously close to 40 weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just right around the corner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We took a four hour parenting birthing class. Yeah. Mildly traumatizing. Well, you know how maybe you watch a movie that's two hours long and it kind of flies by. Right. This four-hour class felt every minute of the four hours oh, that it was. They're they're awful. They're I mean, awful. I was really hoping it would kind of breeze on by. There was no breezing. It was truly four hours long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was good. I texted Kristen the other day because I was like, I just realized that she will no longer be online for work for the rest of the year. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, who am I going to talk to? <laughs> Who am I going to, who am I going to message? And I'm like, oh my God. I know. And I get it because if you ever just take one day off, yeah. I'm like, oh, even if we don't talk, it's well, just nice to I be know you're there, there, which is so weird, but it's a little codependent of us, but yeah, it's just nice when I know that you're online. And if mm-hmm. I wanted to say something, I'm there, you're there. Yeah. So I, I understand like if you were gone for four months, I would have a hard time. Oh my gosh. God. Yep. Okay. I'll go on leave whenever it's time and I won't be back until January. I know. But you can and come And then, you over. know, I'll, I'll try to text you and you'll be like, I'm busy with a baby. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll be over in a minute. Yeah. Just stop by. I'll just stop by you with my laptop. Can I work here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one other thing I did recently is I have not read these books. Okay. I feel like I should now, but it was getting a lot of, you know, excitement. The new show, The Summer I Turned Pretty. So it's, I think it's a trilogy by Jenny Han. Again, I haven't read them, but... It's like a teen romance, basically. And it's about a girl, she's 15, she's turning 16. And for the first time, she's like kind of coming into her own. She's, you know, more aware of what she's dressing like and how she looks. And maybe she's getting noticed for the first time by boys. She's having this summer experience Mm -hmm. where she's getting that attention for the first time. Ah, yes. Young love. Young love. It's all about young love. Mm And I think it's a seven episode show. I think it's on Prime, but it was very cute. But I did find myself emotionally invested. Really? And I did cry real tears for like the last 20 minutes of the finale. Wow. So I, I I I got into it and I'm excited to watch. I think they're doing a second season with the second book. But I kind of want to read the books now. Well, you saw that movie came out about that crawdad book that was super popular. I never read that. I didn't either. I thought you. I thought you did. Because it was so popular. I know. I I bought the book. Right. <laughs> okay, so you you own the book. Okay. I bought it on Kindle. Yeah. Um, but I never read it. Never read it. But it looks like more like um a drama. Yes. Not like a romance. It's like a fiction drama. Mm-hmm. But okay. I did hear that the movie maybe wasn't as good as people really? were expecting it to be. Interesting. Okay. 
but I probably won't watch it and mm-hmm. I don't see myself reading it either. Okay. Is it on your list? No, I had no desire. You know me. I'm like, is there sex? Oh, okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I go through fiction phases. You do. Way more than I do. Actually, but I haven't been yeah. in one in a while. Yeah. So, no, I haven't seen it. The only movies we've seen, we saw the new Jurassic World movie. Oh, was it good? Hmm. I wanted the last one was good. I, yeah, I wanted it to be better because they brought in the original people from Jurassic Park. Oh, but I felt like there really wasn't a plot. Like mm. it was just them like escaping and you know trying to save the dinosaurs again. Like it wasn't nothing new. You know, a lot like of how action. many times can dinos get out? Right, and then you it's know, just like now we're just are making they bad living decisions. among us now. Like you know, like <laughs> I feel like if this was actual reality, like people would be losing their shit. Like. Dinosaurs are dangerous and they I mean, can eat I you. I really think even if I saw an elephant just down the street, yeah. I would be concerned. Exactly. And, and those are like nice ones. You know, yeah, nice those animals. just hang out in zoos. Yeah. But no. if I saw one on my in my neighborhood, I would be concerned. Yeah. A dinosaur, which is not, you know, supposed to be alive in our exactly. lifetime. I feel like in all reality, this would never even happen. Like a Jurassic Park situation would not actually exist because it would just be too dangerous to bring back these creatures. Right. But anyways, and then we saw the new uh, Buzz Lightyear movie. Was it cute? (laughs) I thought it was very cute. Don't overthink it, though. That's all I can say. Like, while you're watching it? Yeah, because, you know, the whole point of the movie is to be like, oh, Buzz Lightyear was based off a real guy, and that's how the character, so the doll, came up. So it's like a prequel. Up. Yeah, but when you watch the movie, so remember, Toy Story came out in the 90s, right? Uh-huh. And so... Big Toy Story fan, personally. Huge. But when you watch the Lightyear movie, it's too futuristic. For it to be a prequel to the For 90s. For it to be toy. a prequel. Like, mm. I thought it was going to be more like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but this was light years ahead of where we are with technology to do it. So that part, I was like, I don't understand. You couldn't reconcile. I couldn't reconcile the timeline at all. Yeah. And then, like, just as an adult, like, you just see the plot holes. So you kind of have to just treat it like a standalone. But my daughter loved it. But I liked it. Okay. It was cute. I mean, yeah, just don't overthink it. Okay. That's fair. I do want to see the new Elvis. You should go see it then. I think I should. You need to go soon. I should go soon. (laughs) I told you we watched the Netflix show Big Timber. I think you should watch it. It's about logging. I'll think about that one. Mm-hmm. You let me know. Yeah. We've mostly just been watching shows lately. I know. I haven't been reading as much. Um, me But neither. we did read a book this month. We did. You you picked it out. I did. I'm going to give all of the blame. Okay. Like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I never know what we're going to get either way. So It's true. It's always just rolling the dice when you right. pick a book for this. And I do like Tara Civic. Love Tara Civic. I think she is a, a hilarious hilarious writer. I've enjoyed, I've gotten so many laughs out of the books that I've read from her. And this will be our third book by her. But I will say, not my fave. This was not my favorite. Mainly because I felt like, anyways, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But But yeah, this is our third I I think I had really high hopes for it. Yeah, me too. Because I think she's hilarious. She is hilarious, yeah. But this one just kind of missed it for me. Yeah. But again. So we did a Christmas book by her. Which mm-hmm. one was it? What was it called? Oh, I couldn't Stocking tell you. was hung or something. And then we did the fairy tale oh, Cinderella yes. thingy. And now we have They're this one. They're very kitschy. They're very... Yeah. Yeah. But I like her books because they are lighthearted. There's not a lot of drama typically. No. I thought that would be a good one. So the one we chose that Crystal shows... <laughs> God. <laughs> for this month was seduction and snacks yes so i had downloaded this book months ago oh, really? to read but i just never got around to it yeah mm-hmm. 
No, I spent a good $4 on this book. You did? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. My apologies. I didn't realize. Uh, so yeah, you know, let's just get into it. Okay. Let's just get started. Okay. The beginning is especially hilarious to me. Yeah. Hit a little too close to home. So Also we, apologize for that. Yep, that was rough. So we meet Claire, and we meet Claire when she's, well, I guess it's real time. She's mm-hmm. 24, but we flash back a little bit to when she was in college at 20 years old. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Claire, her whole life has never wanted to have children. She decided this in sixth grade when she was shown a live birth video, which again, recently just watched a live birth video. So I do understand Mm -hmm. why a sixth grader would hold on to the the trauma that has seen a live birth for her whole life. She's just been like, not interested, doesn't like kids, (laughs) didn't see herself with a child. Right. Um, But then she has sex for the first time at a frat party and she gets knocked up and she has a son named Mm -hmm. Gavin when she was 20. So that was four years ago. She's 24 now. But when she got pregnant, she did try to track down the guy that she met at the frat party. And this guy, I mean, they were both trashed, right? But they had a connection. They did. They had a lot in common. They had a great time that night. They meet at a party. He clearly doesn't want to be there. She really doesn't want to be there. They almost kind of bond over that. I couldn't imagine like if it was your fairy first time and then you're pregnant and she really was just trying to lose her virginity she just wanted it was a task that needed to be checked off yes she just like wanted to not have to think about it anymore right she didn't have any emotional attachment to her virginity she was just like this is a roadblock for me let's get this over with and her friend was like kind of pushing her to pick a guy and she found this guy and Mm -hmm. they spent the whole night together Mm -hmm. hanging out playing beer pong laughing Mm -hmm. and then they hook up she kind of sneaks out before he wakes up yeah and then soon finds out later she's pregnant she just couldn't ever track him down and then after that semester she moved back home to because she couldn't finish school she couldn't finish school so she moved back in with her dad she had the baby her life just like took a total left left turn. turn on the other hand we meet the guy his name is carter and he has a similar recollection from that night He remembers being super into this girl, but he also never got her name. And he did try to find her as well because he he realized in the morning that she was a virgin. Yeah. And he felt bad for the sexual experience Mm -hmm. that he gave her. Yeah. (laughs) If it was her first time. So well, he thought his dick was bleeding. Yeah. And I was like, And really? his friend was like, nobody. No. Mm-hmm. So he felt bad that... He took a flower last night. <laughs> right. And he was like, that was not my best performance. Right. Because <laughs> they were both drunk. But I love how that's that was his first thought. Like, oh, I probably didn't show her like what I really got in the you know, store. Now. What I got in the tank. Yeah, what are my skill sets? <laughs> so he tried to track her down and basically apologize because he didn't know that she was a virgin. Right. And he felt bad about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't find her. He just ended up dating somebody else. And he was in a relationship for the following few years. That ended very badly. But... Mm-hmm always kind of thought about her she was always in the back of his mind Mm -hmm. they never saw each other again yeah i mean like really how do you get a hold of somebody you don't know their name no you don't know anything else about them well and we actually find out later this is a surprise Mm -hmm. we find out later that he didn't actually go to that school right he was just crashing it flying through town with his buddy drew Mm -hmm. and they crashed a party and left town so they were never going to find each other. She was never going to find him. Mm-hmm. And she tried really hard to find him because, right. you know, he fathered a child. It's best yeah, that's that kind of knows. a big deal. <laughs> but 
Anyways, we get to current day. So she's 24. It's been four years. Her son, Gavin, is four. Mm-hmm. Claire is working as a bartender. But she's always wanted to start a chocolate business. She's super into chocolate and candies. And then she has her best friend, Liz, who sells sex toys. So they, I, I mean, I guess they both kind of went to school for business, but... Liz just has the resources. But she said she never really cared about what the business was. She just wanted to be in charge. She just wanted a business. So I guess, you know, sex toys is the way to go. Yeah. Again, we have Claire. We have Bestie Liz. Mm -hmm. Claire's a bartender. Claire has a shift at the bar where she works. And when she walks in, who is sitting at the bar? Carter. Carter, the father Mm -hmm. of her child. And she recognizes him immediately. Because she's sober. (laughs) Because she's sober. And... She also has said, you know, her son looks like her. I mean, he pretty much has all of her attributes, except she knows for a fact that her son has his father's eyes. Right. She knows she sees his eyes and she's like, that's the guy. That's Mm -hmm. the guy from four years ago. And four years isn't that long. Right. It's not been 15 years. Right. Right. You know, she can still remember what he looks like. He's got to still look the same. Yeah. His recollection, he doesn't remember her face. He remembers her scent. He remembers like parts of her, but not enough to really put it all together. But she remembered his face. Yeah. So when she walked in, he's at the bar. She's like, oh, my, oh God. my God, it's yeah. him. She panics and on the job just gets like blackout drunk. She. <laughs> yeah, she takes shots with them. She takes shots. And that's I mean, she just that's that's essentially their first encounter after four years. Does not handle it super well. Right. Um, but I guess I could understand, like, if you came into work that day and you your whole intention is just to go to work and not confront your baby dad. Uh, yeah, first that's time. a big deal. Yeah. And it's also something like, I don't know how you just bring that up. Right. Like, this guy's at the bar nursing a breakup, basically. Mm-hmm. He's getting drunk because his girlfriend cheated on him. Right. He's with his friend Drew, who's been his friend forever. <laughs> Drew. Oh, God. Yeah. And how do you bring it? He's already sloshed. Like. Right. Like, that's obviously not the right time. And I think I would have to take back and, like, actually think about, like, how am I going to tell him? But also, I would be worried, is this the only time I'm going to see him? Right, because she also doesn't get his name again. Right, again. <laughs> because she, she wakes up the next morning, and her dad helps her with her son, and she she's like he was there last night and her dad's like would you get his name this time and she's like no <laughs> he's probably like god he's like you had a second chance yeah, I and know. you blew it but i mean we later find out that he actually moved to this town so right that's good that's true so we we find out that carter and his friend drew recently moved to town to start working at this automotive plant Mm -hmm. and they transferred from a different plant they were working at and they're at orientation this is like the next day they have orientation they meet a guy jim who happens to be claire's friend liz's fiance fiance Mm -hmm. three of them are talking but keep in mind this is jim is the guy that was also at the the frat party was he yeah drew was initially hitting on liz yeah but then he like said some sort of stupid line and then she was like uh and then she said they saw him she saw him from afar at that party and she's just like it was love at first sight oh i missed that part i think since jim's been there since the beginning he knows the whole story about claire and definitely yeah okay you're right you're right you're right because he even said that he's known claire for longer than liz yeah um so he knows claire's entire story right when jim carter and drew are chatting it kind of comes up that carter had this previous hookup in college and and i think jim puts it together pretty quickly and jim puts it together which on the side 
I find it hard to believe that a 20 year old guy who had a drunken one night stand like still thinks about the girl. <laughs> Same. I thought that too. I was like, how amazing was she that like he remembers her and still thinks about her to this day? She remember him because one, she lost her virginity and two, she had a baby. She had got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but for him, this was just like passing through town, right? Random party. He's nineteen twenty, mm-hmm. and he hooks up with the girl when he's drunk. and she's gone the next day. Like, and she's gone. So he spent just a few hours with her, but, but apparently it, it was just enough. To, it comes up over and over again that he's just been like really thinking about her. Well, and even Drew said like he he went through a phase where he was going to stores and like sniffing like perfumes and lotions because he kept trying to find that smell. Yeah. Because she smelled like chocolate. Right. You know, he had a a girlfriend for three or four years, was never fully in love with her because he just always had her in the back of his mind. But also, like, how do you smell like chocolate? I don't know. Like, is she eating so much of it that it's just, like, seeping through her pores? She's just, like, rubbing it on her body. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just ultimately find it hard to believe that he would even think about her twice. Yeah. I mean, no offense, Claire. No offense. Like, (laughs) you're a great girl. Like, don't get me wrong. All right. But must have been an amazing night. But it sounded like it but wasn't. But it wasn't. I mean, if they were that intoxicated, probably. I just don't even know how he, he they can't were remember. Drunk and it was her first time. It wasn't like some sexy. Right. There was even like an unconscious person like in the room on the floor. Mm, yeah, super hot. Uh huh. Like it just, it was just this gross frat party. Right. It wasn't. And she was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was not optimal conditions Mm -hmm. for it to be meaningful and if she didn't get pregnant would she have even cared to look for him no i don't think so i don't think so either or she wouldn't have left that morning but he was looking for her i just but we digress we digress (laughs) so either way carter and drew and jim are talking it comes up that he had this hookup that he's always thought about she smells like chocolate and jim's like um she must really smell like chocolate she must because jim is like i know that girl it must be fragrant (laughs) but he puts it together that carter is probably the father of Mm -hmm. gavin and as he's telling the story jim looks upset as he's putting the pieces together but he seems to be less upset when they admit that carter tried to look Yes. Her. Mm-hmm. So after orientation, Jim's like, why don't you guys come over for dinner? Right. Liz had also invited Claire over because they're starting this business together where it's like half sex toy shop, half candy shop. <laughs> uh-huh. Claire stops by and he's there. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's like this big group setting now. She's shocked to see him. And there's really no great time in the group setting to casually bring up that they had a one night stand to conceive the child. So I don't necessarily blame her for Think, not bringing it up. Well, right. And I think she's also slightly put off the fact that he doesn't remember her. Yeah. So really, they have to broach that topic first. Like, she hasn't even said, like, we know each other. Right. Intimately. <laughs> we hooked up once. Yeah. Like, it's, the pieces aren't connecting yet. Yeah. So she doesn't say anything. And at the end of the night, he offers to walk her to her car. And he likes her. Oh, yeah. He's definitely into her. Doesn't know that that was the girl he hooked up with. But right. he knows that he likes her. And he asks if he can see her again. So they do. They start talking. They, they text start talking. Every day. For the next two weeks, they're talking on the phone every single night, Mm -hmm. but she still doesn't say anything. She just kind of like glosses over that part. And he even realizes like, I think I'm talking about my life more than we're talking about her life Mm -hmm. because she doesn't even mention that she has a son. Right. Which is like kind of a big thing. Yeah, it's kind of huge. (laughs) They're just getting to know each other Mm -hmm. and they don't really see each other until two weeks later, he has a Saturday evening off work. And he is pumped to see her. Yeah, so excited. 
and his plan was to stop by the store that Liz and Claire are opening. And he gets there and he's, you know, hugging up on Claire. He's super into her. Mm-hmm. And it realizes that she smells like chocolate. Mm-hmm. But he feels like he's sort of going crazy. He's like, am I that obsessed with that girl that now I just like, I I'm smell like chocolate. Her yeah, up. exactly. And then all of a sudden it just, it clicks for him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, she says something. It's like a line from one of their favorite movies, Heather's. Yeah. And that's one of the lines that she had said, I guess, back when they first met. And so that triggers that, the chocolate, the line. And he's like, oh my God, it's And you. all of a sudden, like her face comes into focus. Yeah. And he just, it just all connects for yeah. him. Yeah, he goes, what's your favorite movie? And then she's like, it's Heather's. And then like, that's the missing piece. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my God, it's yeah. her. And he is so happy that he's found, like he can't even believe his luck, yeah. which honestly I can't either. I mean, yeah. it's like pretty amazing. The smallest world ever. So he's so happy. They're in this moment where they're like, we found each other. Mm-hmm. But then Claire's dad and her son Gavin come in. He gets a look at the kid for the first time. So he's more shocked that she's a mom. Right. He didn't know that. Right. But then he looks at the kid. He's like, hmm. he's like, he's like, do it. He said he's doing the math. I was like, there's no math to be done. He's four. It was four years ago. (laughs) And he looks like you. Right. But he just like. If he's, I mean, that would be shocking. It would be. It would be so, like, you had no idea that you have a child in the world, and yeah. here's a four-year-old child that looks like you mm-hmm. with a girl that you slept with four years ago. Yeah. Like, he f- kind of freaks out. Yeah. Oh, which, he straight up freaks out. Which I totally get. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she should have told him. Yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't know that her kid was going to come in there, but mm-hmm. you don't want to <laughs> surprise somebody with the child. No, no. First. <laughs> But he does freak out and he realizes that he fathered a child and he didn't know about it. He's like, I put a condom on. <laughs> and she's like, did you though? Mm. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're that intoxicated, who knows if you put it on right? <laughs> and how would you even Could have been on his that? finger or toe, who knows? And yeah. she's like, you didn't even know that it was me until a minute ago. Like, yeah. why are you so certain that you wore a condom? Right. But he ends up like hibernating for a couple days yeah. <laughs> until the shock wears off. Trying to get off. it together. And then finally... He gets it together mm-hmm. and he stops by the store to see her. But she is very understanding. She's like, I get oh, it. Yeah, it's a big deal. And she was like, I spent nine months being shocked. Yeah. But, you know, she's had the time to come around to mm-hmm. everything and she allowed him that time as well. But he shows up. And first of all, he's just still super attracted to her. Oh, God. He's obsessed with he's her. obsessed with her. And second, he's really come to terms that he has a son and he wants to hang around. Like, he wants to be involved mm-hmm. with her and kind of see what this life could be like for them. Right. Now, on the side, this is the point in the book where I wish I had started a count for how many times the book says the word vagina. But I got you, girl, because I looked it up. I texted you <laughs> and I do not think I've ever read a book that Mm. has the word vagina in it as much as this book. I almost felt like it was on purpose because it was used so much. I mean, so this book was like 250 pages Mm -hmm. and you looked up, you did a search. Yes. So the word vagina was used 126 times in this book. I mean, that's like at least every other page. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean... I've truly never read a book that says vagina. Like they don't even use different words for vagina. It's just straight up vagina. And they don't even say it when they're talking about a vagina. I mean, it's just like thrown in there as like an adjective for anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything at all. And she talks about her vagina like it's its own person. Right. I mean, they just, it it comes up. Yeah. The book should just be called vagina. (laughs) 
I mean, it comes up so much. Yeah. yeah. I just like you notice it almost immediately. I think about 10% and I was like, wow, they use this word quite often and then already. By 30%, I'm like, yeah. I cannot even believe how often it comes up. A lot, a lot. Anyway, so when they're together, <laughs> they're like magnets, right? Like they right. can't keep their hands off each other. But I feel like as soon as Carter decided he was all in, he is amazing. Yes. He is trying to be involved. He wants to watch Gavin. He wants to be a part of all of it because he feels bad that he missed wasn't everything. There. Yeah. He feels bad that he missed everything. And even when he sees pictures around her house when she was pregnant or when he was right. little, mm-hmm. he just feels bad and he's right. sad that he missed it all. And he does offer, you know, can I spend time with Gavin? Can I get to know him? Mm-hmm. And obviously that makes her super happy. Now about the kid. <laughs> this child <laughs> made me terrified to have a son. Like I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, this kid is a terror. He seems like a chatty Kathy. He talks a lot. Like, he's just constantly talking. He's constantly in everybody's business. He's he, constantly in her business. He also cusses more than any adult I've ever been around. Yeah. Well, and they cuss a lot, too. So it's like, obviously, he's getting it from mm-hmm. Claire. And Grandpa. And Grandpa watching, watching and like, HBO. Like, he's picking it up from them, but... Talks a lot about his wiener. He just cusses so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, he probably cussed more than the adults in the book, it felt like. Yeah, because I think they found it kind of almost comical. But I was like, you guys need to fix this now or it's going to get worse. I mean, it was just a lot. Yeah. It was like as much as they said the word vagina, he also, Mm -hmm. the four-year-old was cussing up a storm. Yes. (laughs) And he just was like always getting into stuff. Yeah, like her vibrator. And the toothpaste. Yeah. Like, they said that she had an entire photo album of him just, like, ruining things. Yeah, and falling asleep in random places. And he talks in a sleep, even. Mm -hmm. And none of it makes sense. I mean, he was just exhausting to me. Made me nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, Carter and Claire quickly find their rhythm Mm -hmm. as a couple and, honestly, as parents. He's really stepped into the role as a father Mm -hmm. and she's happy to have him I'm sure I mean she's been a single mom for four years she has her dad who's super great you know Carter's there and he wants to be there he wants to be involved he invites Claire and Gavin to come stay with him for you know a night or two and he's so sweetly decorated an entire room for Gavin he just went nuts at Toys R Us he just made the coolest like treehouse bed oh my gosh just He's like pumped to be a dad. He's so pumped to be a dad. Mm -hmm. You know, the two of them finally seal the deal and just like can't keep their hands off each other. Oh, after that, it's just, yeah, any opportunity they have. I know. And then ultimately they tell each other they love each other. Mm -hmm. Carter says he loves Gavin and they're just a happy little family. That's really the whole book. That's the thing. There really was no hurdle no for them to get over Mm. there was no like adversity for them to face i thought they might with the ex i thought so too but but then then that fizzled super quick and so i was like okay so as i was reading it and i was like almost done i was like there's really not going to be a conflict you know what's funny is that there's been some books where i'm so in love with the couple that i don't want there to be a conflict yeah but this is the first book where there hasn't been a conflict Things were too good. I needed something. And you need it. Yeah. You kind of need it. I needed a little something, you know. I wanted them to work through a problem together. 
And there was none of that. I almost felt like Carter eased into the dad role almost too easily. And I didn't even need a conflict between the two of them. Mm -hmm. But I wanted them to face an issue as a team together at the least. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what it could be. It just Um, felt like there was something missing in the book. But there was something a little bit missing because... Mm -hmm. And I also, I was kind of curious on what his parents thought. I know that sounds random, but I'm like, if my son called me and said, hey, I have a kid that's four, I'd be like, I'm sorry, what happened? And he brings up the fact that, you know, his parents are supportive. Right. It was kind of glossed over. But we never met the parents or really heard anything else about them. There was like a little bit of tension with her dad, but Carter's not really to blame because... It was just the circumstances. Neither one asked for their name. They went their separate ways. And they both looked for each other, but he didn't live there. I I felt like none of them should have had a reason to be mad at Carter because she's kind of the one that instigated leaving and neither one asked for their names, you know. I mean, it was just, yeah, circumstances. Like, how would he know that he fathered a a child? would never know. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like it did need a little bit of something. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they picked this book for a Passion Flicks movie, which I'm kind of... I know. Yeah. I have never watched a Passion... I I don't even know where you watch them. I think it's like a streaming app because I I, I think I asked somebody on our Instagram. I wonder Instagram. what the characters look like. But when I when I asked, I think on Instagram, they were like, "It's really not worth it." They said they don't release enough movies for it to be worth. So do you subscribing pay to. for this? Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm curious if I could just like see a clip, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, and now I want to Google it and see who what they look like. Well, there's an official trailer, but I'm not going to watch it. And but. I'm just curious, like, how are the books picked to make a movie? Because this one... I don't know. I don't know if I would have been like, this has to be a movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like the, the excessive use of vagina kind of overpowered the book. Um, that really, that honestly turned me off. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. The language and the use of vagina made it harder for me to get through. Yeah. And that's, that sounds ridiculous to say, but there was just so much weird, like the cussing, and I don't I don't mind cussing usually, but there was so much of it that it felt forced. But outside of that, I did like the characters. I feel like if, Except you, for Drew. <laughs> if we added a little more, I think this could have been a, a very fun interesting read like if there was a little bit more conflict Mm -hmm. but I I liked Liz I liked Claire mm -hmm. I liked Carter I even liked her dad Drew is a different story Drew Drew just seemed like your he just seemed like he was still a frat boy just yeah I mean he would wear shirts that said I pooped today like not your (laughs) not what I'm looking for right right but of course he hooked up with one of their friends Jenny yeah were they implying she was stupid yes okay I just didn't understand. I was like... Like, she kept using, like, saying the words wrong. Yeah. Like, instead of median, like, in the road, didn't she say medium or and, something? Yeah, instead of specifically, she said pacifically. Right. Was she the photographer or, like, the marketing per- person? Yes. She made... Like, she was, like, a graphic designer or something. <laughs> right. I was like, I feel like she would have been smarter then. Than but, someone who says pacifically? Yeah. Yeah. Jenny didn't get a great And then she would, edit. like, after they had the... <laughs> what was it? Like, the sex toy thing at the house she's like oh i have a few minutes to test out the products and i was like oh we don't need to know right and then she brought it up at dinner not a dinner time conversation strangers i was like that that you don't talk about (laughs) so yeah jenny and drew i could have done without yeah but i liked liz i liked her friend liz yeah since there wasn't a lot of conflict that's really it that that's that was the book yeah yeah i'm curious if anyone has read it or if you've seen the passion flicks if you've seen it please tell us you have to let us know yeah 
And don't get me wrong, I love Tara. I think she is a funny writer. Um, I think she's very witty. But I just felt like this one could have used a little... Mm. Needed a little tweak. Yeah. A little tweak. Yeah. But that's okay. All right. Well, that was it. That was our <laughs> July wrap up. That is it. <laughs> Well, we hope you enjoyed this month's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.